So today with me, I have Tzar Brady, who performs under the name Tzar the Tyrant. He's a rapper and musician out of California, and he's also the CEO of his label, uh, the official Bomb Squad Entertainment. Um, so Tzar, how did you originally get started in music? Um, honestly, I got, I have a really bad leg injury. <clears throat> I've had six surgeries now so far, but uh, so I got knocked out of the workforce like that. I used to be a pit boss at a casino for table games and so I couldn't walk anymore and uh yeah so I'm still going through that process right now and disability ended because it wasn't permanent it's not permanent so the money flow stopped uh I didn't qualify for unemployment so I couldn't work or anything so I needed some kind of good outlet to at least be able to express myself while going through these things and then it just so started that people started reaching out more and more and, you know, confirming that it was a pretty good path to be able to take. So how did you get started under the Tzar the Tyrant name originally? Um, uh, I take it that uh, the Tzar the Tyrant uh, comes from your first name, but um, kind of how did you get started under that name and how did you get started producing music um, under that alias? Well, Tzar, my name, it means uh power and ruler of many and so i just took my name kind of tzar as king you know and uh so it's tzar the tyrant to me almost mean like the king of kings you know because my name means king and then tyrant means king and in, in theory so yeah that's where it kind of originated and how i did it so you mentioned that uh, your injury kind of threw, uh, or not threw you, but um, kind of set you down this path uh, to creating music and your label. Um, what else has inspired your music and kind of uh, what in general has also inspired kind of uh, your music, your songs, um, your musical style? Uh, where does that all come from for you? Well, along with, during the process of this injury, uh, I got into some legal trouble which also kept me out of the workforce, the ability to work while I did have, while I was walking in periods of time. And so I was going through this court case and it's just, I'm seeing so many different things that I'm just a normal person, you know what I mean? But I'm saying this from my point of view as, a, as now an insider, the normal person does not see, you get, if that makes sense. So I'm, all these situations are exposing more and more and more of different sides of everyone. <clears throat> and so I felt that's the only, that's the only way I could express that. I can't, I feel like I can't talk to a lot of people one-on-one -on -one and about those situations and they really understand or they really listen. But if I'm able to put it rhyming scheme or into something rhythmatic something that catches the human ear not just some a one-on-one -on -one person the human ear in general then they're more opt to be able to listen or maybe read my background story or see it from maybe a different point of view now so you mentioned that that background story plays a lot into your music. Are there any specific facets or events in your life that have um, really heavily contributed to your music, aside from those that we've talked about a little bit already? No, my injury in the court case were, in my court was definitely just 
the two. And what keeps me going is my kids now. I have two kids. So. Uh, how does being a father influence your music? Man, every time I have any doubt or any, it just helps with motivation a lot. So when it comes to your music, um, are there any other artists you've been inspired by who have influenced you? Are there any that you say, you know, uh, listen to um, that kind of influenced how you make your music? Are there any that you um, feel kind of uh, got you to make music or maybe uh, push you to make music? Um. Well, I look at it like like the 80s and 90s, I guess, is a different kind of influence. That's like to get it started, you know, and like what created it, like Tupac and Biggie, Big L, the whole Death Row clan, like everything. But nowadays, I would say Polo G is, that's what I look like. My last album, Facing 23, I looked at I looked at the charts and I seen which number one album I vibed with the most recently. And it ended up being uh, Die Legend, his one that went number one in 2019. And then so that's actually, that's not what I based my album on. I based it on my life, you know, but every beat is guitar or piano or you know exact i just feel like our ears work exactly the same and my bar structure and just almost everything about it so yeah that's who i feel most influenced to this on this day like to keep going who i look at a lot right now and you mentioned the album you released this past summer uh facing 23 uh so with music what's your creative process creating um this music been like what was your creative process like for that album as well uh, was it different at all from how you typically go about creating music or um can just walk us through that process when i well i had the end in mind i always try to start with the end in mind or in sight and uh so i was getting ready for trial and i was facing 23 years and then so the song was only supposed to have 12, 12 songs, but the charges got bumped up to live charge. And so I made that uh, 13 song called I'm Going. <clears throat> and it's all, like I said, just with the end in mind. So I was just thinking about the trial and what it could have been and what I could have lost. And like the things, like I said, that people don't see. So I really want I would say it was a little bit different than I guess I typically make music because because of what was going on at the time, maybe not even subconsciously, but how I make the process of music is usually it's right when I wake up and I'm usually a pretty early riser. And so it's like whatever I'm feeling, whatever I end up waking up feeling, usually that's the process of how it goes down. But this is like the situation was this severe, this like tragic situation. So that's usually what my mood was anyway. And with that end mind and result, it, usually was just that topic the whole time. So I'd say the process was, I guess, the same, but the, the topic was something specific, I guess. So with that, it does sound like that um, the, the legal trouble did influence the album a lot. And you said that you had originally 23 songs you were going to put on it? 12. 
12. Gotcha. Okay. Sorry. Misheard that. But, um, so you said you kind of had the end result in mind. And so would the end be that kind of 13th song? Yeah. That the 13th song was about like when my charges went from 23 years to life. And at the same time, my mom was, had a brain tumor. So she was facing life in a different way. So, and then that actually made the 22nd, or 21st, 22nd, and 23rd verse on the album. So it kind of just fit. Everything was 23, 23, 23. I'm very sorry to hear about all of that, Tzar. We're, we're past it now. So I, I appreciate it, though. So we have also your label, um, the official Bomb Squad Entertainment. Um, so how did you get started kind of in that role with that label? And how did that label kind of come to come to be? Um, me, me and, uh, my childhood friend, uh, he was, he was in a bad situation in childhood and he goes by anonymous. Now he's on the label. If you look him up, look up bomb squad. <clears throat> Anyways, he got to me, he got to, we met each other in about the fourth grade. He was in the fourth grade. He's a little bit younger than me. He was my best friend's little brother. He ended up getting adopted. So that's why he's a brother now. And, uh, as the court case was going on, like started, like start date, the day I went to jail, we were just talking about music, like not, uh, not jokingly, but not as serious as it could have been, if that makes sense. And then, so I went to jail and then the day out, the day out, that's when we, we started TNT we called ourselves TNT because there was another another guy called TC. So my name's Tzar, Travis is TC, and Anonymous is Anonymous. So we started TC, I mean TNT. And so that's how that we got a dynamite stick. We made a dynamite stick logo. And then our friends started seeing how serious we were because we started doing shows and for big people for polo g actually with polo g actually right on his first tour in california with lil mosey um on the northwest tour that was fun but uh, so they started seeing our seriousness and they're like started opening up i guess you would say like yo i'm really i'm down to do this you know like yeah like i you know i'm i really do this and so then with with my outlets, you know what I mean? I'm still independent. So with my outlets that I'm already doing independently and people are starting to take me more seriously, I'm trying to be able to get everyone an opportunity. I don't want to necessarily put everybody on or like give out everything, but I want to make it so that I'm able to have an opportunity for everybody to be able to make something at least for themselves or make a living or you know what I'm trying to say? And, uh, yeah, it's kind of, uh, you, you want to be able to provide the opportunities, uh, for others in a way. Exactly. Yeah. Because anybody can do this stuff, you know, I'm just, I'm just somebody that, you know, went to jail, you know, just a somebody, but I'm getting these opportunities. So clearly anybody can do it. So if I'm able to produce these opportunities, then at least I could say I was there to to at least influence you and be there to help you. I'll even help you through the opportunity, you know? But if some if somebody doesn't want to do something, then 
there's nothing I can do. And my, me and my kids and my family and my people that are here every day aren't going to be held back by it. You know? I see. I see. Um, so what's it been like kind of like building up that label since you've started it and working with other artists? Um, what's the process of kind of just, uh, building up that label been like? It's been, it's been, um, very good learning process and a very good building process. I think, um, we have numerous artists now. We have uh, BSC Marcus C. We have BSC Royalty. We have Dats Breeze. We have myself as a listed artist. We have Anonymous as a listed artist. We have Buddha. He's our young youngest artist. He's going really hard. And uh, I'm actually, I'm looking at a new girl artist. So, um, Hopefully that might be something in, in the motion, but uh, we actually have, a, if you look him up, SCG production, he's fire. He's a fire videographer. He's really taking over Northern California right now. Like a lot of it, he's doing a lot of work, but um, yeah. And it's, it's been cool. It's been a good process. You know, everyone's been able to work, with COVID in mind, you know what I mean? So we're only being able to do so much on the back scene, really only music video for the front scene that people see, you know, but uh, yeah, it's been good. We're, we've been building and building, you know, progressing. And I understand that you've also been doing a lot of collaborations on uh, tracks with a, a lot of these other artists at the label. What's it been like collaborating with them uh, on their music and on yours? It's been, not to sound bad, but it's been easy. That's what I meant as part of the, the good part of the process of the label, like I was just talking about. It's easy to work with these people. So then I feel like it makes the creative side be able to be more open. Like the, the more comfortable you are, or at least for me, the more comfortable I am in the situation and the more vibing I'm able to be or my, my myself I'm able to be, then... The, the creative stuff, whatever art it is, whether I'm, you know, whether I'm mixing and mastering the song or whether I'm writing the lyrics, it's going to be the best possible whenever I'm the most comfortable. So that's what I mean by it's easy to be able to work with these artists. Are there any uh, fond memories you have of working with some of these other artists or working under the label? Like like good memories top memories yeah um yeah. <laughs> yeah we've been going to la a lot and just staying and we go to the spot pinks <laughs> i always call it pinkies but i don't know if you heard of it it's in hollywood but it's called pinks and it's a the best hot dog place i ever went to but it's just so fun just down there in hollywood and stuff and um making music videos has been awesome traveling to LA to make those traveling to the West, like the coast to make those, those are good memories. And actually barbecues, we barbecue a lot. So I like to, I like seeing everybody laughing. You know what I mean? Like that's one of the best times for me too. So it sounds like, sounds like there's a pretty strong sense of community at the label. Definitely. Definitely. We get, we get, oh, I don't want to say team, team moms, but you know, our parents are 
even show up to our kids' events. So, you know, everyone, yeah, there is a strong sense of family and connection with their, ev literally everybody, whatever, what, whoever it may be, whoever is in the, in the family. A little while ago, you mentioned um, COVID and the effect it was having on the label. So um, overall, how has your work under the label and as an artist been impacted by COVID-19, seeing as we're now almost a year into this pandemic? Yeah, I'd say the the biggest thing I'd say is in person and obviously, but in person events like we would go to luncheons say with a label or go to luncheons with an accountant or go to luncheons with a new artist or so it's kind of been able it's only allowed social net social media networking if that makes sense which is a lot these days but I, we still like to make an in-person connection and be able to ask the questions or talk without having to you know wait for wait for a response or hope for a response and so that's really knocked down our shows we just on july 12th of 2020 we had our first headline event which was in san francisco and that was the only concert of the year you know what i mean like who who knows what the year could have been but i don't like to think oh uh, well if this was this you know so i would just say that was a knockdown but it is what it is and you mentioned that you've been trying to do a lot more social media networking um what are some of the biggest challenges of doing that um that you found i'd say what time management trying to put the trying to actually not having a whole marketing team to actually be able to put to have to be able to manage the time into your weekly schedule let alone daily schedule is is hard with kids like i said i have two kids and I, I don't have a spouse or anything you know what i mean so i get help but to outside time management was is the hardest thing to actually be able to put the time aside to be able to hopefully make that connection with the person because you can't just say hey on a text or you know you actually you got to explain yourself like you know describe what you're wanting or what you're reaching out for you know or or what it might benefit for them to reach back out to you or you got to think like creative thinking takes time too yeah so uh i take it first impressions are probably very important with that kind of networking definitely definitely you got to be create i feel like you have to be creative almost every single time you can only send out so many copy and pasted messages or you can only try that me method so many times to really you know you can't just if something doesn't work it doesn't work so you got to be you know i uh, i see i see um so that is about the end of the questions that I personally have, but uh, we do still have a little time left. So if there's anything you would like to say to our listeners as a last note, or if there's just anything you wanted to say that you didn't get to say already in the interview, um, uh, this is your time. All right, man. Thank you. <clears throat> um, I, want, I just want to say to everybody listening and watching to definitely check out, please 
check me out and look up that album facing 23 and really do that and uh other than that i want to shout out the station here at colorado and i want to shout out you john thank you so much for having me and personally giving me all those questions and you know giving me some light and i want to give a shout out to everybody on the label anonymous bsc market c bsc royalty that's breeze buddha and our videographer scg production go and check any of those out on every single streaming platform and every single social media <clears throat> and I want to give out a shout out to all of our supporters really rocking with us in, in California. Um, like I told you previously while we were emailing that I'll be in Miami this weekend. And so I'm hoping we can get a lot of, uh, a lot of limelight and a lot of people um, reaching out and listening to us in Florida. So we will see. And thank you for, again for having me. Hey, thank you for coming to uh, talk with us, Tizar. Okay, always.